0: If you're a more energetically sensitive creative or entrepreneur who's ready to transform your sensitivities into your superpowers so that you can spend more time in the flow and less time in the internal struggle, then you've come to the right place. The Empathic Entrepreneur podcast with me, Anna Stokes, is a business and marketing podcast where we uncover the roadblocks that most energetically sensitive entrepreneurs and creatives face on their journey to success. And how to move past these blocks to live a more purpose-driven and energetically aligned life. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Anna Long Stokes, and I'm your host. So I took a little break from the traditional podcast format to do a seven-day clear the chaos from your energy body meditation. If you haven't yet, I highly recommend that you check out those seven meditation episodes. They kind of build on each other. And I thought it would be fun to take a break for a moment from talking about energy to actually working with energy alongside you. So I did that. But this week, I am back at it with a new episode where we are going to talk About the power of beliefs and what belief has to do with energy and what any of this has to do with you. Okay, so to kick things off, I want to break down the idea of belief. What is belief? What does it mean to believe? A belief is quite literally, a personal construct, a personal mental construct. Some people hear the word belief and they associate it with religion, which religion or the tenets of a religion could be a belief that you possess. Some people believe that money is bad. Some people believe that to be a true healer in this world, you must give selflessly. Some people believe that the ultimate form of power is power over others. There are so, so, so many beliefs out there. And even within your own system, you probably have hundreds of thousands or millions of beliefs many of which are unconscious. But the thing about beliefs, the thing about these mental constructs is that whether you are aware they exist or not, they have a power over your life. And the reason the beliefs have a power over your life, is that they shape your mind. They shape your energy. And that is why beliefs and understanding what your beliefs are is very, very, very crucial if you want to live an aligned life, As an energetic entrepreneur, or as an energetic creative, or really as somebody who is striving or working towards quote unquote enlightenment, more awareness and consciousness of your space, you have to have an understanding of your beliefs. But more important than understanding your beliefs is understanding that you can impact your beliefs through your energy and that your energy can impact your beliefs. It's like what came first, the chicken or the egg. So I'm going to break this down into more tangible workspace for us here. Because this is the Empathic Entrepreneur podcast, I'm going to talk about belief and energy in terms of putting yourself out there, putting your work out there, showing up to do what you came here to do. Because the reality is the people who I see have the most difficult time putting themselves out in the world are the ones that have the most to lose. When I created my beauty studio, I kind of threw it all out there. I just said, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to do that. And you know what? It didn't matter to me that much. Like, yes, I had to work through the energy to do that on some level. But ultimately, I knew it wasn't my life's work. So if I failed, quote unquote failed, it wouldn't hurt too bad. But a lot of the creative entrepreneurs I work with at this point in my life have a pretty good idea of what they're here to do or how they're here to change themselves or other people or the planet, how they're here to improve their life or the life of others, they often have clarity around that. Where they get stopped up and stuck is around limiting beliefs. These are beliefs that create limitations. And this is why beliefs are so crucial to understand or have control over, is a belief might feel inconsequential or a belief might feel intangible. But let me put it this way. If you have the belief that speaking on a certain topic is taboo and therefore bad but for you to speak on this topic is necessary for your growth or for you to put yourself out there then that belief has a hold on you and it has a very clear very distinct limitation on your ability to progress in what you're here to do and what your next step is if you have a belief that Money is bad, but you need money to live or to live the life you need, so you can put your work out there. And you believe that money is bad, then you're not going to make money. And I I want to spend a minute talking about this. I'm bringing it back to money a bit here because I do um, I do see this with people who feel they're here to do a calling they often are wrapped up in the idea that this is their life work because this is their life work. Maybe they should be doing it for free or for cheap or that maybe there's less value to it. And this is something I've struggled with a lot during my life as coming onto this planet as a healer and an empath. A lot of empaths and healers can resonate with this, but I also think a lot of creatives can resonate with this concept that if this is an innate talent, then maybe we should be doing it for free or maybe we should be charging less. The problem with this, and I'm going to talk about myself here for a minute and how this relates to me because um, it's been very, very vivid in my space recently, is that I literally can't do the work I am here to do with the way the planet is set up currently. I cannot do the work I am here to do If I am not being financially compensated for my skills and talents, I have a very limited number of hours that I can work in my clairvoyant space and my healing space with others. And a lot of that has to do with the vibration I have to hold my body at during a healing or during a reading it's a very high vibration that's actually not natural to the physical body. Well, in a way, it's 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 most natural state in spirit, but for the physical body that is more grounded than the spiritual body, it can be uncomfortable to spend more than four hours a day in this state, which between classes I take, clients I see, Four hours a day is a big day to be in that energy. It's a lot. Whereas I could go, I could go work at McDonald's and I could do that for 10 hours a day. I've had jobs like that where I just work my butt off for 10 hours a day. So the thing I am realizing is I am here to do this work, but for me to do this work, I actually have to have limitations around how many clients I can see, how much time every week I can be in this space. And not only that, I also have limitations on, or I should say parameters around what I can and can't do with my energy in my off time. There's only so much socialization I can do, only so much having a glass of wine here and there. It's a very strict, um, tight space I have to keep my energy body in to do this work at the level I'm doing it and at the level I'm here to do it. And so the terms I have had to come to as I go through this transformation myself and take these steps myself is that I do have to charge a certain amount if people want that experience, that one-on-one experience. Now, that doesn't mean I can't create courses or do things like I did these last, this last week with the free meditation series. Of course, there's things I can do, and I plan to do a lot of that in the future, but for me to do this work in the world, I have to make money. But that was a belief. That is a belief I have had to work on. And the more I have worked on that belief, the, the belief that making money is not bad. Making money is, it's actually quite neutral. Some might say making money is one of the most spiritual things you can do. There's debate around that. I actually feel quite neutral to it. I know for me that I need to make enough money to not only survive, but to do the things that make me happy, to travel, to take care of myself. But beyond that, money doesn't have a lot of value for me. I didn't come here on the planet as one of my primary life purposes to conquer money, the energy of money. You see people out there in the world who It it is a very spiritual thing for them to make money. They came here to master the energy of making money. And they're doing it. And um, that's a spiritual experience for them. For me, it's supplementary to what I am here to do. And there's no judgment about what is right or wrong because everyone comes here with a different life purpose. But there is a percentage of people who come here with the purpose of really kind of conquering the energetic dynamics of money. So why I'm bringing this up is there tends to be a lot of energy around money, beliefs around money. There tends to be a lot of energy around beliefs around marriage or beliefs around sexuality, beliefs around religion, pretty much anything that someone says maybe you shouldn't talk about at a party or with people you don't know, there's a lot of energy on that. So what I am encouraging you to do is to begin to get really clear about your beliefs, your personal belief system, and then begin to use energy as a construct to change your beliefs. There might be beliefs that are working for you. I'm sure there are. And I'm also sure that there are beliefs that no longer work for you. So examples of beliefs that might be working for you. Maybe you have the belief that self-care is important. Maybe you're a therapist or massage therapist or Uh, Maybe you are a manager and you kind of hold the energy of a team. And maybe you have the belief that self-care is crucial for your health. And that belief has led you to um, regularly getting massages and energy work and therapy or the types of things that help you feel balanced in your body. None of those things could have come about if you didn't have the belief that self-care was important. And because you have that belief, you started doing things that reinforced self-care. Maybe you started going to the gym or you started eating better and your energy levels are higher and you're happier. So that's, a, that's an example of a belief that is working for you but maybe there is a belief that isn't working for you. Let me think about this. We talked about money as a belief, uh, money being bad as a belief that's not working for you. Let's, let me think of another belief that I see coming up really in relation to creativity and entrepreneurship. Okay. The number one belief that's coming up here for this audience that's coming through right now is the belief that, Putting yourself out there and talking about your work is somehow making your work more cheap. A lot of artists, creatives, and people in the spiritual community have a difficult time showing up in the spheres that they need to show up in, i.e. social media or live events We're even talking about what they do to other people because they feel in some way there is a belief in their space that if they talk about it, that they're marketing it. And if they are marketing it, they're cheapening the service or whatever it is that they're here to deliver. And I, I have had that belief as well at different points in my life for so many years, I wanted to be doing clairvoyant readings more publicly. Um, I wanted to be doing the psychic work more publicly. I wanted to be sharing it because it had changed my life so dramatically. And I felt almost bad keeping it to myself. But I also did not know how to talk about it because I had the belief that if I were to share this outwardly with the masses, that it would be somehow cheapening it or it would make it less special. And none of that's true. Um, My ability to talk about this work has only made a bigger, a bigger positive impact on the planet. So for all the times I was worried that my quote unquote marketing would somehow cheapen the experience, all it has done is Bring more joy to my life and to my clients' lives who have then found out about me, connected with me, and worked with me. And now their lives are changing. Their lived experiences are changing through the energy we are moving together. So remember, you can shift your beliefs with energy, but you can also shift your energy with beliefs the two work hand in hand. Some people are really great at reading, let's say, a self-help book, learning new concepts, changing their beliefs, and then attracting the corresponding energy. Like if you think of law of attraction, law of attraction is really based in a concept that like attracts like. Most people have to understand that concept mentally, take it on as a belief where they begin thinking that way and seeing the world through that lens, and then eventually the energy shifts. A different way of doing things. This is sort of, I guess, I have done both in my life, but you know, I signed up for psychic school and I shifted my energy. And eventually through shifting my energy, a lot of my beliefs changed. Neither is better or worse, right or wrong, but the two go hand in hand and you can use beliefs to shape energy. You can use energy to shape beliefs. So my homework for you with today's podcast, I know everybody loves homework, but I promise this is fun is I want you to think very, very hard and deeply about something it is that you really, really want in your life or your business. Whether it's that you want to work remotely, you want the ability to travel the world. That was my, my biggest desire for many years. And I had to shift my beliefs and my energy so that I could make money and travel the world. So a belief could be that you want to make money and travel the world. A belief could be that you want to be seen for your artistic talents in a certain capacity. Think about something that you really, really want. And then once you have that in your mind's eye, I want you to ask yourself, what is one belief that you need to change to bring that into reality? So if you're a healer and you want to help a lot of people, but you know that you can't help people because you're working a full-time job at the DMB or the grocery store, And you know, you don't have time to see clients, but then it's a hamster wheel because you don't have time to see clients because you're working because you need money, but then you can't quit the job because you don't have enough clients. You see what I'm talking about, how we get ourselves in these conundrums. What belief do you have to change? Maybe you have to change the belief that maybe you think you can't make money healing. One of my good friends is a very, very, very talented clairvoyant. And she has the belief that this could never be a full-time job for her. It could never provide for her the life or the income she makes at her corporate job. This is a belief she has. It feels real to her. It's silly to me because I've already worked through all the pictures and energy to prove that's wrong. So I don't understand what she's talking about. I'm living proof that you can quit your job and make money being a clairvoyant. But her belief for her space is that she can't. So I've had other people who are artists and they think they can't make money off their music. So think about whatever it is you want and think about the number one belief. And you know what, you're going to know this belief is just going to bubble to the surface. You maybe are going to want to uh, push it down and pretend you don't know, but you know, you know that there is a belief in there that contradicts what what the, it essentially is the anti-truth to what you need to believe. So I want you to think about that belief, whatever that belief is, that's essentially holding you back. And I want you to think of the opposite. So whatever that belief is, that's holding you back I want you to just, it's very easy. If your belief is you can't make money doing art, I want you to say, I can make money doing art. If your belief is nobody wants to see what I have to offer or nobody wants to hear what I have to say, say everybody wants to hear what I have to say. And you might be like, Anna, is that faking it? Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. But beliefs can come and go as quick as I can snap my fingers. And there is a truth that when you shift your belief The energy will shift as well. That's why a lot of people who are really powerful manifestors, you see them like changing their passwords or putting post it notes everywhere to like, I'm going to be a millionaire. Like their password to everything is, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire. Or maybe for you, it's, I will be seen. I will be seen. So I want you to take this one belief that's not working for you, I want you to flip it, and I want you to try it on for size for the next week. Try it on for size maybe you do the password thing maybe you put post its on the mirror even if all this feels silly and it feels fake i encourage you to see even over the course of a week what begins to shift in energy once you shift your belief because i'll tell you what like if if you have a belief that you can't make money as a healer or you can't make money as an artist that is literally the picture the energetic em- imprint essentially that you were putting out in your space for others and like i've talked about before everybody's psychic they might not see pictures they might ha- not have been trained to see pictures yet but they know energy people know so if you have a picture out in your space that says like i can't make money doing this or i'm not any good at this no one will pay me for this then that's exactly what's going to happen people will not pay you for that people will say, oh, she's not good at this. Oh, she doesn't deserve to be seen. Like people are just going to read the energy that you're putting out there. And that is why beliefs are so powerful. If you can change your belief, you can shift your energy. If you can shift your energy, you can shift how the world sees you. And this is a game we're all in together. We're all in the game together. So you don't have to get trapped in needing validation from others, but To a certain degree, we're here playing the game together. So you do have to provide an imprint, an energetic imprint for others to read. If your imprint is I'm worthless and I don't deserve and I don't deserve to make money, then that is how you will be treated. That is how you will be seen. People won't even know why they treat you that way. They'll just be picking up on the energy. Like it's such a game, you guys. Like I remember waiting tables and literally, this might sound manipulative, but it's kind of awesome. I would just be reading the energy of all the people I was waiting the tables on and being like, you just sort of knew how you could treat people. You knew what you could get away with because their pictures were out there. At the time, this was before I was a trained psychic. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't really know I was reading the energy. I just knew what I could get away with and what I couldn't and with who. I didn't know why, but that's the energy. That was their energetic imprint out for me. I was with my little empathic spidey senses picking up on it and making decisions about it. Who, who could I take advantage of? Who could I um, get away with this with. I mean, I know it sounds terrible, and I've changed a lot. I'll admit that it's not a game of control for me anymore, but there was a time where it was. I was an out of control empath, and it was it was all just really a part of the game. Everyone plays this game. I'm just the one who's admitting that I play the game. Everybody plays this game. I watch people play this game. I watch people who will treat others completely different than someone else because they know they can get away with it. It's not because one person's going to lash out or not. It's because one person's energy says you can treat me this way. And one person's energy says you can't. They're just playing the game. Like Those are the rules. Those are the unspoken rules. So that's what's so cool about starting to see energy, work with energy, experience energy is it's almost like, you've been playing a, I don't know, (laughs) I haven't played video games in a long time, PlayStation game. And like, you've been stuck at level 12. And then there's like access to a whole other 12, 24, 92 levels. Once you start to read energy, once you start to pick up on energy, and once you, even if you're not at the point where you're reading energy, you're still picking up on energy. The more you meditate and clear your space, the more you do these meditations that I'm putting out there, the more it frees up energy bandwidth, energetic bandwidth for you to receive information and for you to work with information. Things are very clogged and congested in the world right now, and especially with uh, technology all the choice, quote unquote, choice we have. I mean, it's all just a big game. So if you can begin to access this new level in energy, first by knowing your beliefs, second by changing your beliefs, and third by changing your energy, your your life will change. You know, I'm about to wrap it up here. I know this is a longer one today, but I have a completely different life than I had 10 years ago. I am sort of the same person, but in so many ways, I am an entirely different person. And I was telling my husband this today, all of it came from like making a decision that moved me one degree to the left or one degree to the right. But one minor decision. And then it led me on this whole new path that then was all these other minor decisions, one degree to the left, one degree to the left, one degree to the left. And then eventually it's 180. And I'm living an entirely different existence than I did 10 years ago. And it's a life That is so full and beautiful and amazing. And it's better than I ever could have imagined. I mean, I was miserable 10 years ago, maybe over, maybe a little over 10 years ago, back when I was living in Chicago. I talk about this in my book. If you haven't read my book yet, The Girl's Guide to Traveling the World, it kind of follows me on my journey of shifting one belief shifting a belief. the one belief I shifted was instead of being the victim to my circumstances, I was going to do something about it. I remember very clearly having this discussion with my higher self at the time. I didn't know who I was talking to. I was so sick of the toxic, unhappy mental state I was in. And one day I just sort of woke up and said, look, Anna, you're either going to change your life or you're going to shut up. I can't handle you anymore. And so every day I went through life either changing or shutting up. I was no longer going to complain and be the victim. And that led me to begin studying energy. It led me to beauty school It led me to move to Portland. It led me to break up with the guy that wasn't my guy. It led me to travel the world. It led me to start my consulting practice. It led me to start my million dollar beauty business. It led me to sell it. It led me to psychic school. It led me to the empathic entrepreneur where I am today, which is not the end goal. This isn't it. There will be more, a lot more. I can see it, (laughs) but all of that was because of one belief that I chose to look at, which was the belief that essentially I had control of my life. I was not the victim. And I've always, I feel like from that day forward, I don't feel like I've really had a relapse. And it's hard when you decide you're not the victim anymore. It's really hard because you are really truly responsible for your life. And you are, you're a free agent here. We all are. You might not see yourself that way. Um, but if you want to take the power back, I could do a whole episode about taking the power back. If You want to take the power back. You have to believe in the power of belief, believe in the power of energy and believe that you are your free agent. You're the free agent. Okay, everybody. That is all for my podcast today. Please tune in next week for more. But in the meantime, I ask you to take one minute to just hit subscribe to the podcast and take a minute to leave me a review. Just click click on the little stars if you're on Spotify. Whatever podcast platform, just take a minute to send me some love, leave a review, and check out that seven day meditation series if you're looking to start getting your energy body more in movement. And I also have a free resource currently available on my website it's my empathic activation training. If you're interested in learning more about what your primary and secondary empathic abilities are Then this training's for you, why you might be interested in learning more is that how you move through life and how you interact with the world is very different depending on what your primary and secondary empathic abilities are can make a big difference in having things work for you or work against you. So that's the free training on my website. Feel free to check it out. It's at www.empathicentrepreneur.com. Okay, everyone. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Empathic Entrepreneur podcast with me, Anna Longstokes. For more information on these and many other topics, or to contact me for a consultation, please visit www.empathicpreneur.com. That's empathicpreneur.com. Or check out the show notes for direct links. And hey, if you like this podcast, please remember to take a minute to leave a review and to share with a friend. Until next time, keep creating.